With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Talk Recorded live. Well, here we are, back again on the show, doing our thing, Word Sexy Radio, and we're going to do what we can and get it all going for you, because that's what we do here on the show. So what's going on? All right, let me see what's going on with this thing. Let me get it. All right, you can speak now. Hello. What's going on? Oh, nothing. How are you this evening? I'm doing fine. I, I got to come up with a way, though, to where I can have my music, because I missed that when I had with uh, when I was doing my uh, blog talk. I had a way to put music in, and for some reason, this one, I don't know, I guess I'd have to play it on the outside of things and then just add it in, you know? Yeah, that kind of sets the mood a little bit. Kind of it does. Us in the in the moment of what's about to go down for the evening. <laughs> right, 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 exactly. So, as you know, the city is, is going crazy here. Congratulations. Yes, we, we, we are very happy. And uh, today, the... I'm going to tell you, man, the, the whole city was shut down today. Really, nobody really did anything. All the schools were out. Just, uh, you know, it was just awesome. Like this area we call Union Station, actually where the Royals were actually at today to speak to the, to present the crown to the 
you know, to the city, mm-hmm. it was like over over five hundred thousand people in one area. I mean, it was just wow. Uh, I I didn't even know we had that many people in the city. <laughs> I saw your pics. They were awesome. I did see some of the pics that you posted on Facebook, and they were pretty amazing. Like some of the aerial shots and things. I was uh, like, oh my god, look at all the blue. Yeah, it was just it was something else, and you know. Uh, I think it was just time. We we just you know we did it thirty years ago, and here we are again. So I I just you know I'm congratulating the uh, Kansas City Royals for fighting. And you know what I liked about them is they come every time they won, they always came from nothing. I mean even in this last game, I don't know if you watched it. I don't know if you've been into it or not, but yeah, of course. Last, the last game they they were zero, and they came from zero all the way. On the ninth inning, I mean, they fought all the way to the end, to the ninth inning to pass these guys, or to at least tie it up in the ninth inning. And then once they went past that, it was it was done. And the Mets thought they were supposed to just win and just be, you know, but it just wasn't for them. Well, that's what championships us. are made of, you know, mm-hmm. coming from nothing to being victorious. I mean, you know, I'm I'm in the land of the tiger, so you know we we have our moments too, you know. So oh yeah, oh yeah. Congratulations Definitely. to the Royals, absolutely. I'm happy for right. you guys. Right, and uh, also I found out I don't know if she's coming on tonight, but also found out that Miss um, Cotton is also one for uh, I forget which book club it was, but uh, organization, but she's won her uh, uh, Poet of the Year award, and 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 her friend. Uh, GPA won for the uh, Children's Book Award for the year, I guess, or Children's Book. So they're they're doing yes. pretty good too. Yes, big so congratulations to them. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> right. Absolutely. So I don't know who's supposed to be coming on tonight, and it really doesn't matter if anybody does or not. I'm just <laughs> kind of here and and kind of doing it. You know what I'm saying? And just uh, it is what it is. That's all I got to say. You know. Well, you know what? We got to give a big shout out to author Peter Mack who came on last week. He was totally oh, yeah. amazing on the show, and uh, you know, I've actually kind of started reading Filthy, and it seems like it's going to be a pretty good book. So, big shout out to him if he's listening, and you know, let us know when you want to come back and be a guest on the show. I'm pretty sure that I speak on the behalf of, of Red as much as myself. You know that. We definitely want you to come back on and talk about the the, the next book that's coming out. Dirty right. Licks, and I the, think that's what it is. Yeah, and and the other other guy too. Uh, what was his name? I'm, I'm sorry. Arthur he, he was, Yeah, yeah, he was kind of uh, uh, interesting as well with, with the way he was talking. And plus, I like the fact that he he had a sense of humor, you know. So that yeah. that was a good thing. Yeah, that but, went really uh, good. So, <laughs> what you been up to? What's what you doing? You writing anything right now? Well, you know what? I'm not writing at this moment, but I'm looking at possibly embarking on a new journey in my literary um, career. So I'm excited about that, kind of doing my research and um, definitely getting approached about, you know, some motivational speaking events um, in regards to my book. So, you know, things have 
kind of been a little busy this week, but they've been a good busy, you know. Oh, and my son got his driver's license. <laughs> all right. All right. Now he's going to be begging for the car all the time. So oh good luck on God. that one. <laughs> yes, he graduated, oh, yeah. he graduated this year, so he has yeah. had, like, some really huge accomplishments. And I know that this is totally not part of Word Sexy Radio, but, you know, just as a mom, you know, to have that young black man to stay out of trouble and do all the positive things, I have to give him his, you know, props where they do. So big up that's to my number, son, even though he's at work and can't hear me right now. Well, that's okay. It's all right. We, we, we can veer off a little bit sometimes in that regard. That's not a problem. Uh, you know, we, we have to build up our, our, you know, our kids and stuff. So there's nothing wrong with that at all, I think. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So, yeah. you know, congratulations to him and, uh, you know, we'll just keep going forward. Now, I'm I'm trying to finish this book. For some reason, I am really, really taking my time and looking at what I'm doing here with this one for some reason. It's not that I have okay. writer's block. I just want to make sure that the story, because I'm trying to I'm trying to end, and, and I don't know why I'm like this. When I write books, it's like, for some reason, they always want to be a series. So I have to tell my, my characters, you're not going to be a series. You, this is a part two book, and I plan to end it at this part two. But they're mm-hmm. not accepting that. They want to be a part three. So they keep mm-hmm. doing to try to make make me think that they need to stick around a little longer. So I'm I'm going to have to really work on getting that done. So I'm like in chapter fifteen of of a of a schedule twenty five chapter book. Mm-hmm. So I'm trying to um you know get it done because I like to write uh. I don't mind writing over 250 words, uh, books, but, you know, uh, mm-hmm. or page books, but, uh, I, I, you know, I've written some that were 450 pages, so it doesn't matter. But the thing is, is I'm trying to make this, I found that, you know, your your audience are really, you know, if you, anything over 300 pages, you know, they, I mean, unless they're, if they're, you know, you can be an avid reader, but anything over that, usually sometimes, I ain't going to say it's overkill, but it depends on the story that you're writing. So I try to give them at least 250, 300 pages and leave it there instead of trying to go over Mm -hmm. that because unless it's some type of a book that just has to be told and I can't make it into two parts or or it might be two parts and it's just so big. Like, you know, uh, one of the uh, series I was doing, I ended up doing a couple of those books were like three or 400 pages long, but people enjoyed them. And it depends on the size Mm -hmm. of the book too. If it's five by eight, they're going to be longer Versus if you write a six by nine book and, you know, if you can take a six by nine book and make it into 250 pages. But if you convert it to a five by eight, it might turn into a 350, 400 page book easily. So right. now I have yeah. a question for you about that, because I'm going to read your book as well. And I want to know just from author to author, you being a seasoned author and me being a new author, when you write a book and, you know, you have that, that book that kind of leaves that cliffhanger, at uh-huh. what point do you just cut it off? Because I've been getting a couple of reviews about my book this past week, and everybody is, is dying for book two. And I'm just like, do I really want to do a book two to kind of pick up where I lost, left off in book one? Or do I just want to leave book one the way it is and, and, and 
you know, going to something else? Like, what advice could you give me personally in regards to that? Like, do you do it? Do you not do it? Do you do a second book? And then from there, do you continue on with a third book? Or, you know, how does that, I mean, like, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I'm going to tell you, because of the nature of your book, it shouldn't be a part two because it's not a book of that nature. It's a, it's well, a, no. it's a, it's a nonfiction book because you're telling a story about yourself and, and what you went through. Um, I, there's usually not a sequel to a book like that. But I have a twist on the end of my book, so there is room for a sequel. I just don't know if I want to make it a sequel. But it does talk about the experiences that I went through, but then it has a bit of a happy ending. So everybody wants to know about this happy ending, what what came out of it. So I just well, don't know if I should. Well, see, well th- this is what I would do. I wouldn't put it in a book. I would. That would be the happy ending needs to be explaining your speaking engagements when you when you speak to them and you talk to them in person about that. That's what that should be because it's a it's a it's a, a I can see if it was a, a novel that you were writing that was nonfiction and you had characters and, and you know, you wanted to bring these characters uh, around again, but you're talking about yourself. So I don't think that it would be needed for you to do a second book because then it'd be like, it'd be like you're, you're writing a, you know, you're, you're making it up as you go. I mean, I mean, you probably right. could get away with, with saying, okay, this is what happened the second inning. But I think because it's a nonfiction and it's talking about domestic violence, to me, there is no need for a sequel. There would be, you know, you do speaking engagements and you're you explaining them, okay, well, the happy ending is what you see right now. You see I'm right here, I'm living, I'm doing this, I yeah. want to do whatever. That's how you do that. I wouldn't, I wouldn't mic another book to do that. I mean, because mm-hmm. then the story gets over, overdone and then people start questioning, is this really real or not? Mm-hmm. You know, because you, you understand what I'm saying? Now, if it was, like I said, if it was a, a, a fiction book, something that was fake and you had some characters, or if you told it as a fiction book, because it could have been a true story told mm-hmm. in a fiction sense where you made up characters to play parts, and then you take things that you actually went through and have those characters go through it. Now, if you did that, then I can mm-hmm. see you doing a second book or a third book you know, to continue on because the characters are not real. But since it's a real person, I wouldn't, I wouldn't do it. But, of course, it's your, your, your decision to do that. You know what, and I kind of feel the same way that you feel because I just feel like I've given you so much of myself that let's just kind of leave it at this and let's just kind of move forward into something else. But I I actually just got off the phone with um, baby mama number one, as I like to call her, My, my, my sister's, I'm sorry, my daughter's sister's mother. And she read the book, and she was just like, oh, my God, like, where's the second book? And I'm like, I don't think I want to do a second book. And I think it's because I've opened up so much of my life and that happy ending that I had at that moment, I just think that that's enough to just, you know, kind of let that book be. But I was just wondering, you know, is is that something that maybe I should consider? I think I'm pretty much done with that. That chapter now, of my life is closed. Now I would have to really take a really look at that to see why would they even come up with where's the second book? Why would they ask that question? Because, I mean, you know, it's it's a it's a nonfiction true story. So the only reason why somebody would want to know a second book is because they want to get more deep in your business. So uh, I don't think you yeah. know because of the nature of the book. Do you understand what I'm saying? I mean, if it was like I said, if it was a nonfiction character. 
with real attributes of what you went through, then I could see you writing mm-hmm. another book because it'd be like, okay, well, you know, I got to tell the story of what happened to this person, you know, and then you can add right. things and take from it. And they don't know what's real and what's not. But since this is right. you in this book, they're just being nosy. They want to know what else you've done or you're doing. Yeah, that's yeah what that I is. think they want to know about Jackson Anthony Williams. I think that's what that is. Everybody right. wants to know about ja- about Jackson and what happened with Jackson. So, yeah, I guess I have to agree with you on that one. That's more so of a, ooh, tell us more opposed to, okay, I respect the the book in its entirety and what happened in the end and, you know, best wishes to you. So. Yeah, see that. Yeah, because that's not, that. That is not your book <clears throat> is not designed to be a sequel, unless you got a something else that happened to you that you just want to tell. Which I don't think, you know, I don't think that'd be good to do, um, because of the nature of what you've written. Uh, right. You can always write another self help something uh, on another crisis or something, but it don't have to be a sequel. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, a sequel is something that 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 you're writing about. That's uh, you know that you're making up, and you're just you know you just want to continue telling it. Like um, I'll use Steve Harvey for example. Like he wrote his 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 book that became a movie and all this stuff, which was fine. But uh-huh. then he had this other book that he wrote called uh, what was it called? Straight Talk, No Chaser, or something like that. That didn't do well at all. Uh-huh. You know because of the. The other one, what was it called? What was it called again? Um, uh, act like, think like, uh, a, think man like a man. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So you know, all that was good, but the straight talk, no chaser, didn't do as well because you know he tried to continue on. You know what I'm saying? And it just mm-hmm. wasn't. It just didn't. You know, it was enough. Right. And then to turn around and take his book and make it into a movie, to me, it was just like he was just playing around with you. Mm-hmm. And that's just my opinion because if he was trying to give you some advice. And he goes and make a movie about the advice, you know, and have these people, uh, characters, doing stuff. I mean, that was a moral to the story. The movie was good. They made two movies out of it. But the thing was mm-hmm. is um, uh, I just think that it was all about money, which, you know, some people, that's mm-hmm. what, you know, that's what they're in the game for. And, uh, you know, I didn't read Twink I got the book, but I didn't read all of it. I you know, just read pieces of it to try to get the hype of what people were thinking. To me, everything he was telling you was already common sense. It was just that there are some women that really just don't know, I guess, and they mm-hmm. they let this stuff happen to them, and, you know, mm-hmm. that's that. But anyway, like I said, I'm not downing him or dogging his, his, his success. Mm-hmm. But I think that that was supposed to be a, a, a self-help book just like yours is, basically, to help people about mm-hmm. domestic violence. Now, right. you could have chose to write that any kind of way you wanted to. You could have made up a character and did it that right. way. Now, if right. you did that, then I would then I would say, oh, by all means, write a sequel. Right. But well, I think is- people want I, – I think not to cut you off, but I think people want to, a sequel to my book because it goes from this, this really dark place to, like, this really light place, and then it, it, it has – this happy ending and I think out of that happy ending you know everybody's just like we need to know more about this happy ending because we need to know based on what we read that things stay the same that things change so I think that's why people are more so eager for a second book and I do believe in the same thing that you said that it just has a lot to do with 
people wanting to know, you know, about my personal life. So yeah, because I, you put I it out there. You you put yeah. your personal life out there in the book. So yeah, now they want to know everything else about you. They want to know how long you doing, oh boy. Did you fuck him? Did you you married to him now? You have any kids with him? They want to know everything. <laughs> you know, that's what they want to know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, and I'm if you come back with a sequel, you can say, "Well, he dogged me too." He beat me too, and then they're gonna say, "Damn, she's stupid and shit," you know. <laughs> you know, I mean, that, it's just them trying to be nosy, right? And I think that I'm okay with the with the end of the book because I'm like I've I've given you enough exposure to my life, and I think after the chapter is closed on that final chapter in that book, that my life should just be my life. You you know what I'm saying? I know just, exactly. The book is supposed to be a healing process for you, so. If you keep right. writing on it, then you're never going to heal because you keep talking about it. But I think they just want to know the relationship aspect of it. That's, that's it. all they try. They trying to figure out who you with now. That's what. That's all. <laughs> it is. That's all it is. When you can you can tell them all that when you when if you want to when you do speaking engagements. You know what? What are you doing right. now? You can answer them questions. You don't have to have a book to do that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. They they just want to know now. If you want to go out here and start writing some not some fiction stuff and make up characters and and stuff, then you can start having sequels and that kind yeah. of thing. I do want to write more self help books though, you know, because being that you know my situation is what it was, and you know I still have different struggles, you know, um, some things that we have personally talked about, and I think those things would be amazing tools to help people that you know, are just in situations like myself, whether they're male or female. So I'm definitely wanting to stay in the genre of, of self-help. Absolutely. Okay, so, wh- so what would you write now about? Oh, my God, there's a How lot to, to write about. Well, that's what I'm saying, and I'm not saying this is you. I'm just using this example. What would you write about? Like, yeah. Something in the nature of? Uh, how to maintain yourself when you in between men, or uh, what, uh, what do you no. do? Uh, I mean, what, I mean, I, what would you write about? What would I you think write? I would. I think if I, I wanted to just get into writing another book, it would be about being a single mom trying to trying to raise her kids, still trying to raise her kids. Because even though my kids are eighteen and, and soon to be nineteen and twenty, I still have to be that mom, and I still have to deal with certain things, you know, from my past relationship to help them to be better people going forward. So, you know, I mean, any relationship where a mother is um, left or, you know, decides to leave her relationship and she has young children or, you know, children even of my children's age, you still have to kind of guide them. And that's still a struggle because especially with me having a son, I don't want my son to be like his father, you know, and I don't want my daughter to think it's okay to to accept being with a man like her father. So, 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 you, so then that's, that's the way I would go. I wouldn't go with the single mother. I would go with how do children handle a relationship when parents are are fighting each other. That's right. what I would That's what right. I would like. But, it, Cause, but cause even with this. How a single mother takes care of her kids. <laughs> what I would do, because there's a lot of them out there. There's a whole bunch of that. And it's probably a few right. of those books that I'm going to tell you. But I think the the if you was to write a book about how they handled themselves during the time that you were going through what you did, which you probably touched right. on in your book, but just concentrating on just the kids, four kids mm-hmm. to read, that right. you would have something better to write about than a single mother. You right. know, And it's nothing wrong. I'm not trying to downplay single mothers. But I'm just mm-hmm. saying, there's so, so many of them out there. You know? Right, but see, a lot of those women 
are forced to have to teach their kids the difference between right and wrong based on what they've seen. And that can be hard because, you know, there are times when my children kind of, you know, I don't want to say lash out, but, you know, they do things and I have to go look, you know, it's hard on me like it is for you. And this is how we need to handle it because we don't want this to be a repeated cycle. So, yeah, you can make it about the kids, you know, writing a book like that to accommodate the things that they've gone through and try to help them heal. But it's still a struggle when, you know, you're this woman, you know, or man, because there are single dads out there that have to just try to be able to still stay focused while also teaching their kids the difference between right and wrong and trying to keep them in a positive path. So well, is, is, what I would is do is I would do re- what I would do is I would do research and find out how many books is out there like that and what area did they mm-hmm. actually talk on because you can make a chapter on the kids or you can make it whatever. I mean, you can do it however you want to. But my thing is, right. I know there's lots of books out there and on all our genres, not only yours but mm-hmm. mine and as well. Mm-hmm. So you have to come up with a way to be able to explain, you know, how you can do that that hasn't been done already or for a different aspect of how it's done. You know, maybe right. the demographic that you live in, you know, I'm sure there's different people who 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 have come in that approach or, you know, whatever. I mean, you just have to – I'm not saying you can't do it. You can, but the thing is, is what's going to make yours stand out more than what's already been told? And that's what we all have to concentrate on when we write anything, whether right. it's uh, uh, erotic fiction or, or urban fiction or whatever. You know, mm-hmm. we got to come up, and we say this all the time on the show, and we talk to these other people, what makes your story uh, different than the other one that I read? You know, you've you got to right. be able to come up with something that will give a better side of it. And, I, and it could be the humor, however, how way you handle it humor-wise or whatever, you know, or mm-hmm. just telling it from your aspect again, going in your business to do this. Right. People are back in your house again, looking in your glass house and how you did it. So that right. would be the difference is because you're explaining, well, this is how I handled it with my kids, and mm-hmm. this is how, you know, but so are you willing to go through that again is the thing. And how much of that did you talk about in your book already is what you got to look at as well. So Well, you just asked me what would I write what about I write in the second book. Well, yeah, <laughs> I, I did, but I'm just telling you those are things you're saying don't do that. I'm, I'm just telling you if you do it, those are the things you have to look mm-hmm. at. I, I applaud but, you if you do it. I mean, it's not a problem. I'm not saying don't. Right. I'm just saying make sure that it's something you, if you talked about it already once, you know, uh, just make sure that you got more to add to what you've already talked about because they're going to look at what they read in the other book. And then, like I said, do you want people back in your business again? Because they're going to be if you're yeah. going to talk about that. So it just depends. Yeah. It don't have to be about you. You can go out and do case studies on other women and get mm-hmm. their their opinions on how they've done it. And then you can put yeah. You know, to put it together like that, because that's usually how a lot of people do it. You do a case study, you get about 50 women if you can, and talk to each one of them and, and get their different aspects of how they handle stuff. Maybe not 50 in this case, because you, you're talking domestic violence and how they handle it with their right. children. Maybe maybe three or four women, there are different situations, and you can talk about their situations, how each of them handled it. Mm-hmm. And that would be awesome, and how they how their kids went through it. Mm-hmm. Without putting and that's it on what you, I was thinking. Not on your yeah, family. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah. I was thinking mm-hmm. about doing that because my son specifically told me, I'm not in the business of being a, a literary celebrity, so don't write about me in your pages. <laughs> that's what he told me. So <laughs> wow. I don't want to necessarily make it about 
make it about my, my, my kids. I think I've hit on more than enough in my first book to not really make that book about them. You know, I mean, maybe my struggles with certain things, and like you said, maybe other women who have gone through the same thing, who have children as well, but I definitely don't want to make it, you know, the, the the focus of the second book, you know, my, my daughter and my son. Absolutely not, but. Right. Well, yeah. that's what you, you have to look at, and I think, you know, it's nothing wrong with that. You you know, it's it's what you want to do, and, and you just got to make it work so that you can um, be able to accommodate what you're trying to do and accomplish what you're trying to do. So I don't yeah. see any issue or problem with you doing it. Like this book I'm doing now, this this book I'm writing right now is probably going to be, I ain't going to say it's the last erotic book I do, but it's probably going to be the last one I do for a while because I want to okay. do something else. I want to do other things now. Other books that I'm going to write is going to have some sexual stuff in it, but it's not going to be focused on just uh, sex. You know, okay. so I want to do something else. I want people to see other sides of me instead of them thinking, oh, he, all he does is write about fucking. He, that's all he thinks about, you know. Right. Uh, so, you know, I have enough of those books out there now that I can go into something else. That's why I want to do the serial killer book, some different stuff, you know, just different. Mm-hmm. You know, something different so they can see a different side. I'm, and write even might even write as myself, maybe write as, as another pseudonym, you know, not even Red Snapper, maybe... You know, like I said, I came up with this other name that I'm going to use for this, this serial killer thing. And uh, I want to see how that works. I mean, and I'll let people know it's me, you know, just writing under another another name. Right. That or sounds like fun. Not, huh? So that sounds said, like fun. Yeah. I mean, you know, because there's a lot of authors that write under different names. Some like to keep their own name because they want people to know that they're versatile, which is fine. But mm. I just like how J.D. Robb does it. And she writes as Nora Roberts as well. and. Mm-hmm. She does a great job, and then there's other authors that do that too. So, yeah, yeah. maybe I might take take a take a shot at writing an erotic an erotic novel or a murder mystery or something, just to kind of get people out of this self help mode after this first book. I mean, I would definitely like to get into writing about different things. What I would do instead of writing a whole novel, you can do like a novel or a short like a 10,000-page book or, or you know, it's a novel or something short, or even get into an anthology. I, I want to do an anthology again. I haven't done one in a while. So if you want to write something for that, we can do that as well. Um, okay. You know, Cotton has an, another anthology. I wrote an antho- with them uh, a few months ago, an anthology that they had out. I'm, I got to find out from her if, she, if she's still going to do it, another one, and maybe you can write something for that. You know, it's just, right. it just, you know, just so you can see if you even like writing erotica or something. You know, they do different stuff. You know, and I didn't, I didn't ask for any money. I just wanted to help help them do it. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how you want to do it, but the thing is, mm-hmm. is I just was writing the story. because so, sometimes it's good to write and get in other projects without having to always look for money. You know, to get the exposure. Absolutely. You know? So Absolutely. <clears throat> you can write that story as as a. It don't have to be your real. You can come up with some some pseudonym, and you can put it in there. And if people like it, they fine. You, then you, if they don't, then you know, okay, I'm not gonna do any more of these. But I just wanted to give it a shot, or whatever. You know, it just right. it just that's just how you do it. You know, that way your your real name is not <laughs> mud or whatever. If it don't come out well, but I'm pretty sure you can do pretty well. I'm I'm pretty sure you can come up with something pretty nice. Uh, and um, I think so. Yeah, and you can come up with a a good sexual name. Uh, you know, that you can use to write under a pseudonym, and uh, that would be nice. 
Yeah. Is this the project that you were talking about, about the three of us collaborating on? Is that that what you're talking about? The project I was talking about was this self-help book that we supposed to have wrote about a year and a half ago. We still haven't done it yet. Uh, I have a a project that I wanted to do. It's a self-help book, and we wanted to get – it was going to be people that was the the, – on the show, the authors of, you know that were on the show at the time, we were going to do this, but uh, people started moving in different directions, and now we don't have all the people that was going to do it. Cotton was supposed to be one, mm-hmm. me, and then there was two other authors, but uh, they're now, uh, you know, I haven't been talking, I haven't talked to any of them in a while except for Cotton, so I'm assuming that they have other projects and other things that they're doing, so I still want to do the self-help book. I just got to get some people that's interested. So that's what it is, is a self-help, basically. So this is something you can get into if you want. But it's a, it's a book on uh, relationships, basically, what we're writing. Um, and uh, we were going to tell people, like I was going to write a couple of chapters on how to make it about your mate, you know, how to make it about her and without making it seem like you're kissing ass, but just making it about her. And, and, and when you do, she will make it about you, you know, how you should treat your woman and what you should do. You know, that's what I was going to do. And then she had some stuff she was going to write on, and you know, just different stuff. So you know, if you got, if you're interested, we can do that. Absolutely. But, uh, so you know, I mean, we can work on that as well because I, I have that ideal okay. just sitting there waiting. I mean, I've already got the cover kind of done and different stuff. I had started my part on it, but I didn't finish because, like I said, they they started falling off by the wayside. So, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah. That'd be something that we can definitely have by by mid next year at least, you know, and get it out and have okay. it out there. That'd be another project. But like I said, if you but but seriously, if you think about you want to do some erotica or something, I think that's also a good idea for you too to, you know, come up with a name and just write your book or your not the whole book, but just a you know a, maybe a couple of short stories just to see if you into it or not and see how it flows, and mm-hmm. then you know have somebody read it me or someone, and then uh, once you uh, see if you like it or not, then then you go forth. And if you think you want to do a full-blown novel, because it takes a lot to write any kind of fiction novel, as you know, even your book, it takes a lot to write the book that you wrote. So, But a full-fledged novel with characters that's going to be moving around and, and coming to life that you create in the world that you create and then having them come together sexually, you know, and, and doing stuff, you know, you got to decide if you want it just to be sexual. Do you want it to be a love story? Do you want it to be just, you know, everybody fucking everybody or whatever? You have to, you know, those are the things you have to decide you want to do with it. And it, you can do a lot of stuff. And you, and then it's going to be girl, 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 boy, boy, girl, girl, you know, boy, boy, whatever. You know, you those things you you have to come up with your characters and how you want them. And you know how to. Well, I don't know. Have you done any character development or not? But we'll definitely. I can help you with that. Easy yeah, I haven't did that yet. You have to come up with your characters, and and when you develop them, you know they're going to start coming to life, and and, and they're going to start talking to you. So you have to create them how you want them to be, and what you want them to do, and then you come up with the storyline on how you want to write it. A lot of times, some people I do it differently. A lot of times, people will write story, then come up with a title. Usually, what I've been doing is I write, I get a title, and then I write the story around that title. So. But every mm-hmm. no, there's no right way to do it, so it just depends. You know, it, some people do it what they do. Uh, mm-hmm. I always come up with the title first, and then I write the story from the title. 
and that does it. But uh, I said now I'm doing this in Morris After Dark too, and I'm trying to finish it up. I was supposed to have it done by the end of this month. Uh, I may. I'm kind of close. I still could do it if I really push it. If not, it'll, it'll definitely be out by December. So, but okay. uh, but I want to get that finished, and uh, then after that. The only thing I really got that I really want to work on, I mean, I have plenty of projects that are sitting there I can work on, but uh, I kind of want to get this, this serial killer thing out there just so I can see how, if anybody will bite on it mm-hmm. uh, and see if somebody will, you know, actually get into that or not. But mm-hmm. Do you think you'll ever write with your wife? Do you think you guys will, like, ever collaborate on a book? Is that something that you guys thought about, or is that something you guys are working on, or...? You well, know, you know, I'm, I'm know. just curious because you guys are both like authors, like. Yeah, I know. I, you know, I hadn't thought of that. Well, I have and I haven't. Uh, she probably can, because her book is a a self help book. Actually, it's kind of like a Steve Harvey version, really a female version of it. It's called. Matter of fact, let me get one. I got it right here. Let me get get the book home. Here. It's um. Uh, it's The name of her book is called, and I'm gonna have her come on the show. I'm gonna interview her one day and actually get her on here. It's it's called She's Got Game, the Playbook. Okay, and, uh, and that was gonna be Kate my next Shirell. question. Yeah, that was by Kate be She has to come on the show. She has right, to right. Yeah, on. yeah. I, she wants to come on. I, we talked about that. Now that we have talked about uh, about her okay. coming on, but but this book is pretty good. It's it's a it's a nice little small self-help book. It's about a hundred pages, and uh, she breaks it down. She breaks okay. it down to different things that a woman should do, uh, so that she won't get played, or or what she can do to get her man to act right. You, you, I mean, not saying that you don't know nothing, but you might want to right. check this out yourself. You know, yeah, the I'm name of the book, like I said, she's got game to play book. And her her pseudonym is Casey Sherrell. Okay. Uh, on the front of the book, it's out there on Amazon. Everything on the front of the book, it has a chess, uh, chess, uh, you know, board. And you know, she's the queen, and she's putting it out there, you know, and uh, there and it has a broken heart. And basically, it just tells it it's 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 a, it's a book for women. The dating process is not something that a woman should engage into haphazardly getting to know your inner self before you embark on your dating journey is vital the ability to identify what you like and dislike in a mate are key components that it, it to a long-lasting win-win relationship this scripture-based relationship guide book has t- tips and strategies on how a woman can safeguard her heart to minimize heartache during the dating process i think this is um i think you would probably enjoy this yeah, goes, I need to read she talks, that. She talks about bottom feeders. You know what a bottom feeder is and all that, right? Besides no. it being a, okay, well, a bottom feeder, you know, is a, is the fish that you buy. That you, you know how you see those fish that oh, be in yeah, your yeah, fish yeah, tank? Yeah, okay. And they all on the bottom, they sucking everything? Well, right. there are okay. men that are called bottom feeders and women. She talks about mm-hmm. that. And, uh, I mean, I mean, it's a lot of stuff in here that you can actually get. And I, I've been reading her book, so I know how she was using it on me. But anyway, <laughs> she got she got the three types of love and, and, and all this stuff. You know, there's different stuff in here in this book that's awesome. And she probably would go, I ain't going to say she would go crazy if she knew I was talking about her book. But it's here. It tells you the next step and how to take your own advice, what you need to do, how to mend a broken heart, with scripture going with it and everything, too. Uh, 
damage control. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, just different things in here. Let me see some of the other stuff she has. Boundaries and expectations. Uh, what are you looking for to find your love? The game. What is game? Why do men lie? You know, the rules of engagement. Yeah. What stuff is in here? And, uh, you know. <laughs> Going to have to check her book out. You might have to. And we have a lot of them here. If you don't want to get it on Amazon, you can. Maybe we, I can get her to sign it, and maybe we can send it to you, uh, you know, buy it or whatever, or however she want to do it. It's her book, so I don't know what she's going to do. But anyway, we can, um, you know, get her on the show, and you can talk to her. But like I said, it's a, um, she's a very, very, very smart woman. Mm-hmm. And uh, I let her use this stuff on me, and it worked, so. <laughs> <laughs> you know. I love the way you said that. I let her use yeah, it on me anyway. pray about it and give the situation <laughs> to God. You know, she has her, her ways of, you know, broken heart, like I said. Uh, you know, I, I like to think how she identifies who these men are and stuff. You know, different people, what they do and how they are. And, mm-hmm. You know, PCI. You know, she has a lot of good stuff in here. Yeah, that's that. That definitely sounds like one I'm going to have to add to my collection. So many great books I need to read. And all this downtime that I have when I'm not working my nine to five or working in my literary, you know, building my brand and working in the literary world that I just need to take that time to read because, you know, outside of those two things, I, I, I don't have a life. So I need to, you know, get these great books and just start reading and right. just enjoying the right. moment. Exactly. She got her rules of engagement in here, which I thought was pretty good. Number one, I expect my mate or potential mate to tell the truth. Two, please do yeah. not come by my house unannounced. Three, I yeah. like to be courted and to go out on dates. Yes. Or if you want to be my man, then you have to step up to the plate. You know, different stuff she goes over. Mm-hmm. And I'm agreeing uh, with everything I've heard I, so far. I don't like being ignored, and I have stringent phone etiquette. Hmm. Please mm-hmm. respect my time. Yeah, call and check up on me. Those are things mm-hmm. that that she's saying that you know you should do. Men should be doing. A man will do. She likes a Absolutely. handyman. Well, she didn't get that here. I'm not Bob either, <laughs> but but I can cook my ass off, and no <laughs> nagging is number nine. Yeah. Well, I told her that before we even got together. I said, I ain't the, I ain't the handyman, but I tell you what. Uh, check on, go to CaseNet and see if you got any any uh, any kind of problems with the, with the law or did you, do you have any problems with your baby mama and all this stuff, you know. Those things you have to do. It's all in this book. She's got mm-hmm. game, the playbook by Casey Sherrill. Yes, I baby, I promoted your book. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I would love for her to come on and talk to her about the book and, you know, her, her rules and her reviews about things. But I just kind of had to throw this out here because I wanted to tell you what happened to me today. I don't Okay, know yeah. If you happen to see my post on Facebook today, that um, there was someone who contacted me that told me the exact words, I I love you, honey. I I I marry you. This is what they inboxed me. 
So I'm sitting up here a little mortified, like, oh, my God, who is this? Talking about they love me and want to marry me. Well, come to find out, they've been scheming um, a couple of my friends on Facebook, these African dudes trying to get green cards to get us to marry them to come into the country. Oh, they like, do that. The women, the women do it too. That's that happens. Okay, all the time. that's I okay. see that. Yeah, women okay. do that too. They they will, they will, they will um, try to contact you because they want to get a green card and they want to come to the United States. They'll tell you that oh. they love you. They'll do whatever they got to do. And then blah, blah blah. Next thing they know, they want you to come. They want to come. Yeah, that was like so crazy. And my one Facebook friend is like, I got contacted by the same guy. And after me and her kind of like publicly announced on Facebook, like, yo, this is like when social media gets crazy. It was like about 20 people that were like, yeah, I've been contacted. And it was some guys and, you know, girls, of course, um, that was saying that, you know, the women reached out to the guys about sending money to take care of the kids. And so I'm like, can they do that? Yeah, they can do it, but if you're stupid enough to do it, then that's you as the fool. Well, I mean, of course. Of course you wouldn't. I mean, I would It's not illegal it. for them to get on, on social media and do that. I mean, there's so many people on there now that have fake accounts. You know, Facebook is now trying to get it where you have to, if you have a name that's not your real name, that you have to be able to put your real name somewhere on there or they'll cut the account off because they're not going to let you be out there with just a fake name anymore like they used to be because of right. pedophiles and all this stuff that's going on, they're trying to stop all that. Yeah. And I'm just a little upset because I'm just like, who would just randomly contact someone to, you know, I, I, I mean, that just kind of got me for a loop because I'm just like, who does that? That's just like me inboxing you. I'm just using you as an example and say, hey, um, you know, I love you. You, you. you marry me. I mean, who does that? for that shit. Hope yeah, nobody falls for that. Because I mean, I they do. like I immediately deleted it. Like, okay, you love yeah, me. Yeah, once you question them, they'll delete them. themselves from me because there's a lot of them that try to contact you all the time. If you don't answer, then they'll delete themselves after about a week or so or a couple of days. You know, they'll they'll say stuff that, oh, you're so pretty. I wish I could be with you. Oh, you're such a beautiful person. You know, and they'll have this picture of somebody that, that's not even them. You know, and all this stuff. So they try to prevent all that with Facebook because now they'll have you, if if you don't send them uh, some identity with the name mm-hmm. that you have on there, then they'll disable your account. So they have it on there where you can have the fake name, but they also have it where you have to have your real name in parentheses that you can actually put on there so that it won't be dismantled. But if you don't do that, they're not going to, they're going to get rid of the account because there's too many people using Facebook to get these kids and kill them and do all kinds of stuff to them. And, and, well, and you I, know, hope I, I hope our listeners are, like, smart enough not to fall for those, um, it, you know, those type of inboxes that, you know, come from the people that are from out of our country. You know, I, I just but, really but, hope but that they're not. You got, you, got people, you got people that's from here that's doing it, too. My thing is this. Let's, since we brought that up, let's talk about it a little bit. Okay. okay. You got some people who are are going through things. They've been there lonely, and they're getting tired of what they're around. You know, they've come to that last point where they're about to give up with and and not even think about going gay or whatever. And then all of a sudden, here's this cute picture that comes up, and he's interested in your in you. You know, it, it, it's a self esteem thing. You know, it starts bringing them up. 
not only with women, but men. You know, they see this young girl. She's interested in me. Does she really want me? Me? You know, and, and she starts saying things and, and all the things you want to hear. Then you start conversing back, and the next thing you know, you let's meet. Let's let's travel and meet somewhere. This person has got to be real. They can't be. I, I really, you know, people be falling in love. They even made a movie like right. that one time where this guy fell in love with his phone. It was like a Siri phone, and, and for some reason, you know, Siri is on uh, Apple or whatever. Right. The guy was he fell in love with the phone and 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 uh, the voice on the phone and and the, and for some reason they made it like the voice was you know had a had a uh, personality and it was talking to the guy and you know he fell in love with it and wanted to go on dates with the phone and all. it was just crazy and the, and they actually yeah. was getting jealous with each other because she started calling some other person and mm-hmm. you know he was about to kill himself because his phone left. She was trying to get him to sleep with this other woman so she could, you know, so she can say that that was her. It was a stupid movie, but anyway. Uh, yeah, I people think I get that lonely. That. Yeah, people get that lonely that they'll take somebody that's giving them interest from another country or even in the States with a picture that they're in love with. And sometimes it's a picture. They know that's not really that person, but they, they enjoy talking and conversing with that thing. That right. then they now they want to meet them and they meet somewhere in some hotel and they end up getting killed or something. Mm-hmm. Or now, have you ever watched out. the show? Have you ever watched the show Catfish? You know, I heard of that. I heard of Catfish, yeah. but I haven't really looked at it. So I guess that's what that is. It's, it's what yeah. they call it: it's being a catfish when somebody treat fools you that way, right? Yep. And they have a show. The guy actually who created the show um, was the, that kind of person. He fell in love with the girl that he had met online and he met the girl and the girl was not the person that he had fell in love with. So he actually goes around the country and does this TV show um, where he gets connected with these people who fall in love with people online and he films it. And goes with them to meet these people to see if they are oh, actually the people. I have, that, I have saw that. Yeah, I have yeah. saw that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, this one girl was was a big fat girl and everything, and she had this guy thinking she was a, a supermodel and all like you know looking like that and everything. And then when they mm-hmm. met, you know, he was mad because it wasn't what he, you know, what what he wanted. She fooled him, and she right. was like, I, thought, "I really do love you and everything." I said, "But you're not who I." Who I was fell in love with. You know, yeah. you're not who I fell in love with. I don't even know who you yeah. are. You know, because yeah. you're not the person that I was looking at. You know. Right. Yeah. So, there was a, a episode that I had saw that was just really like it, it had kind of floored me where the lady had a had a gay cousin and he he was a gay gay male and he had fell in love with this guy online. And they literally went all around Ohio on a goose chase looking for this guy and come to find out she was the one calling his phone and making it seem like that she was, he was in love with the, she was the guy that he was falling in love with. And this was his cousin all because he called her something like a, a, a ratchet Kelly Price or something. And she got mad and she really put him through the ringer. Wow. Put him through the ringer, and that was his cousin, and he vowed to never speak to her again because, he. I mean, this guy was calling, and, you know, everything's kind of adding up, but then it's like it's not adding up. And then she right. finally confessed. It was me. I got you back because you, you made that comment to me, and I didn't think it was funny. 
Right. Yeah. yeah that, they had a football player that was on one of these college teams, I think uh, a pro football quarterback or something, that made up a girl like that and, and uh, had everybody thinking he had a girlfriend and everything. And, and the girl, come to find out the girl wasn't real. And they tried to say he was covering in his gay up, that he was gay or whatever and all this stuff. And, you know, it was just a whole bunch of stuff behind it. So you have to yeah. really be careful with this because there are people out there that will catfish you, as they call it now, as you said, mm-hmm. if you let them. But my Absolutely. thing is if your self-esteem is that low that you meet someone. That's why you have to be careful with these. We talked about this before on the show with the black planets and the the uh, all these little uh, meeting things like Match.com and all this. You got to be careful with some of those because a lot of times, especially like tag and stuff like that, the ones where they all they want to do is meet you so they can have sex with you. A lot of times, those people are not really who they are. You know, I'm, I I went through that before. Where I met this one girl online and I talked to her and you know, I was I was I wasn't falling in love with her, but I was just trying to see what she was about for real. And of course, mm-hmm. I was single at the time. And uh, when I met her in person, she was nothing like it was her, but she was she was like three hundred pounds and all this. On the picture, she was real small, you know, and, oh, and all this. She presented herself in 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 wrong, you know, not the real person. And then when I met her, she expected me to act like, well, you know, that was that was me. And I was like, well, it might have been you, but that's not what I saw. You know, you you didn't present yourself right, correctly, truthfully. You know, you presented yourself as something else, you know, and and that's not you. And and, and to me, if you got to do all that and and, then you meet the person and you find that that, that's fake, then they're not going to want to be dealing with you. Absolutely not. I actually went up there to meet her. I was in Virginia. I went all the way up to Charlottesville, which is like, probably like three hours away from where I was at to get her, to bring her back for something that was going on at the uh, college in uh, Petersburg. I got up there and saw her. I turned around, I turned around and said, I'm good. I got to go. I got something I got to do. So I left. And I know she was upset, <laughs> but hey, she didn't present herself in the right manner. Yeah. She didn't tell the truth. I can, I can believe that. Well, for any of the listeners that follow me on Facebook, or, or have any desire to go and see what I look like on Facebook, that is actually me. I think Red can vouch for that. So oh, yeah. I know Red is Red, and I'm oh, me. Yeah. So we don't have to catfish. We don't have anything to hide. We are who we are. And plus, plus, I ain't looking for nobody. So, <laughs> but anyway, well, I, you know, I, you know, people, you know, people just get curious and kind of bump around on your page. But no, I'm definitely me, with or without makeup. I am definitely me. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, yeah, but I just think that's so mean to just put yourself out there and put this picture of someone else on your profile and people just fall in love with that and then you meet them and you find out they're totally different. Like that, I think that is just so horrible to play yeah, with I don't know. emotions I, like that. I, I don't know what's worse, doing that or or um, finding out they're married. I don't know which one is worse. Mm. Sometimes it's like, okay. You find out this person is a married person, and, and they never told you they was really married. And, you know, it's really them, but then you find out they marry. I'm like, well, dang. Right. Uh, well, you know, why didn't you just tell me that and let me make that decision? Same thing with this. That You you, you want to make a decision, but they're making it for you, and they don't give you a chance to, to, to make the decision. So mm-hmm. 
they fool you by making a decision for you. And I think that's that's really totally jacked up. Yeah. And people do it with their kids, too, because there was an episode on Catfish as well where this guy had become attached to this woman that he, you know, had fallen in love with. But he had also fallen in love with her kids. And come to find out the girl didn't even have a kid, you know, and it's just like the stuff that people will go through to just try to, I I mean, that extreme was just totally wrong. And he was like, well, what about whatever the little baby's name was? And she was like, well, he's, he's my cousin's baby. She was like, he was like, but you're posting pictures and, oh, I did this with my son. I did that with my son. And here it's not even your son. And she was just like, no. And. I mean, it was like, wow. You even put the kids in it, that's that's really low as well. Yeah, very much so. Yeah. But, very you know, much so. that's the type of but world we live in. That's what we got out there, you know what I'm saying, people? You know, we have, we have people who play the game. Yeah. And sometimes Absolutely. people's game is, is so hard. That that it is it's devastating, and then they wonder why people want to shoot and kill people or do stuff. They get you, yeah. you fool them like that, and you put them in situations that they didn't want to be in, and and that's what they want. They, the hurt that you gave them is what makes them want to do something because you hurt them. You lie. Yeah, yeah. and people can't. Not everybody can deal with their emotions in a way where yeah. they can just accept something and walk away. I mean, that's where, like you said, the the violence comes in and. And and suicide, you know what I'm saying? Because some people kill themselves too. It's unfortunate, right. but it ha- it happens. And like you said, you have to be careful with social media to make sure that the person that you're falling in love with, or the person that you're interested in, or you know whatever the situation is, is that person. Because I mean, catfishing is is real. It is definitely real, and it exists. Happens every day. Yep. Yep, you're right. And like I said, find out, okay, this ain't even him. All right, you're with him, and he's got another family. You know, he's over here. He's got kids. He's got another wife. You know, he's got all this. Why did he why do this he? to me? Why, why am I not good enough? Or or he tells them he has a wife, but he they're going through something right now, and we're going to get a divorce, but it's just not the right time right now. We're going to do it, but but I'm going to tell her about you, and, and when I do tell her about you, it, it's going to be right. And, and, and just right now, it's just not the right time because my son is getting ready to graduate from high school, and I don't want to devastate her now with that, and we're going to wait mm-hmm. until afterwards. And, you know, they just good at telling the story, and you sitting there believing it. You know yeah. it's not true, but you still believe it because, well, he must want me. He's with me now. You know, you, right. you know, you, it's just like in your situation, when you were in the situation you were in, you know, you were believing things to a point that you stayed as long as you did because you right. didn't want to break up or because you didn't want the kids to get, you know, to the, the not have their dad or whatever the case it was. You know, those things that you, people use their emotions on you, and that's what these people are hoping that they can do being in Africa. They think, oh, I'm from Africa. You know, they don't even like black people, and then, then they want to use you to get here, to get a green card. Right. You know, it's just... It's all kinds of stuff, you know, I just, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just, I just wish that there was some kind of a, 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 a law or some kind of a 
action that can take place where people can just really not post pictures that are not of their own. You you know what I'm saying? Because I know what kind of person I am. I could never walk around here and look at myself in the mirror knowing that I posted on social media this, you know, beautiful caramel girl with all this hair down her back and green eyes knowing that that's not me and that somebody's looking at that and somebody could potentially, you know, want to approach that person that they see. I right, and I, I know that's, that, that's feeling like that. Yeah, because I had a I had a book cover on mine as a, as my, and I think I told this before. You probably heard it before. I had a book cover, my first book cover when I had my first book out. I made it my um, my profile picture, mm-hmm. and I didn't think nothing of it. I just put it as a profile picture. I seen other authors do it, you know, just trying to do something. And I was wondering why it was a bunch of dudes was hollering at me. And this one guy was was hollering at me and trying to get with me and stuff, and not me, but trying to get with the picture because right. they thought that picture was me. And then when I told him, I said, man, you know that I'm a guy. And then he got mad at me and started going off and stuff, talking about I'm fooling him and why am I doing this. I said, I wasn't doing nothing. You fell in love with that thinking that. I didn't never say I was a woman. Right. You know. But yeah. yeah. They look at these pictures and think that's who it is. They, oh, my God, she's fine. And they want to do everything mm-hmm. to find out. It's not even that. They're not even who are you talking to. Yeah, I, I have never even posted another picture of anyone that wasn't myself. You know what I'm saying? Not like of my mom, but of my kids. I'm trying to be me or say it's me. I've done it of other people, but that's, that I'm that person. I've never done that. But Right. But I put my dad's picture on it before. I put my sister, you know, pictures of other people. But but I never right. put it out there in, with the intent of them thinking, okay, this is who I am. This is me. Now, I did make a fake page before. I did that before, before they started getting real restrict because I made pages of my characters. And I had people, mm-hmm. they were actually contacting my characters, but these people knew that these were characters from the book. So they would ask questions mm-hmm. and do stuff with that, with that character. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, now you can't do that now because they're getting real – you know, security-wise on that. But the thing is, is people, there's so many pages out there with fake names and fake stuff on it, and they're not the real person. Yeah, yeah. And a lot you know, of these people... They're being somebody else living like this. Right, go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I was just saying, a lot of these people out here I'm finding, too, they do a lot of celebrity pages, and they do this purposely because they know that people have fans and they try to, you know... Yeah, they try to act like they're that, that way. yeah. Right, mm-hmm. they try to act like that's pretty or something, yeah. Yeah, because you get like, I don't know, you you just hypothetically just kind of putting this out there, you do Morris Chestnut. He's got like 40 pages. And it's like, Morris Chestnut does not have 40 Facebook pages. But right. people gravitate, they see pictures, and then if you give them a little conversation and they think that they're conversating with the real person, and then people get lured in that way as well. Right, right, exactly. That's yeah. true. But there are some, some of the celebrities are out there for real, though, like like uh, Sanaya Lathan and all that. You're actually talking to her when you talk to her or different ones. But right. like you said, there are some that will make pages of other people, and sometimes they pay people to do those for them to, to, to do it. 
some of the celebrities because mm-hmm. they don't have time, so they'll pay somebody to tweet for them or pay somebody to, to do stuff. You know, it just depends. But when you know yeah. it's 15,000 pages of one person and you know that that's not all him or her, it's, yeah. it's more than one person that's doing it. You know? mm-hmm. Now I can say the couple of celebrity friends that I have on Facebook um, that I've genuinely become friends with, they actually only have like maybe their personal page and maybe a fan page. But right. It becomes alarming when there's seven pages or there's 10 pages, and then everybody wants to say, This is the real page of blah, blah, blah. And it's like, Any real pages can one person have? Either you have a Mm -hmm. real page and you have a fan page, but you don't need 10, you know, real personal pages. It doesn't happen like that, you know? So I don't agree with that either. That's kind of alarming especially like on um, places like Twitter and Instagram, when you actually have to verify your accounts, that's cool. But with Facebook, you can have 20 to 30 to 50 of the same person. And these are people that create fake pages to lure people in, to meet people, to date people, to, like you said, hook up with people or, or do horrible things to people. Right. Yeah. You know, that's, that's a, the, another form of catfishing. Well, they 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 trying to get away from that now. They, they it's going to take some time because they got a lot of people out there that they have to really get uh, you know over a billion something people mm-hmm. that they have to look at. So yeah, they're slowly getting it because, like I said, if you got a page and it has a name, they'll question you now. At first, they'll just shut it down, but now they're questioning you if you. Uh, you know, they might look at it and say, okay, Red Snapper. Like, that, they did it to my Red Snapper page. That's why I got my real name on there now. But I'm going to change it later because after 60 days, you can't change your, your name. I'm going to put it where my real name is in parentheses and just have Red Snapper again like it was before. But uh, before, they didn't have it where you can put it in parentheses. It was just you can just put your name, and it could be mm-hmm. fake or whatever, and they didn't say anything. But now they're getting slick because, like I said, people are doing all this stuff that we're talking about. So if you don't have an ID that has that name on it, then they'll disable that account. But they give you time to show to send them an ID. You can electronically mm-hmm. send it to them, and they'll look at it and see that it's really you. Or if it isn't, then they're going to disable that account. Or they, right. But they're asking you, if, if, it's, if you don't have an ID with this name and you want to keep this account, then you're going to have to go in and put your real name somewhere where people know that's you that could be verified. Mm-hmm. And if you don't do it, then we're going to disable the page. Right. I don't think I've ever used a name outside of of my own. You know, whether it was shortened version of my name, the long version of my name. But I know people that continuously do that. Just put random names on there that aren't their names. You know, like I I smoke weed all day, Johnson. I mean, right. Yeah, stuff like that. But they're letting them get away with that now, but I wonder how long they're going to do that. Like I said, they're right. going around checking people. Uh, you know, they, they're trying to get them to stop doing stuff like that. Only if they could check their pictures and make sure that they're real people to keep the catfishing down. That you would mean be awesome if, they could, if they could check to see if that's really your picture or not? Yeah, they yeah. don't have a way. There's no way they can do that right now. Yeah, but it'd be awesome if they if if they were able to do that though. Yeah, that'd it would be a whole lot of that down. Yeah, 
Yeah. But then my thing is, what what kind of person are you to just put a picture out there of just a random person? Like Because they might be they can do there's a lot of reasons people do that. Either they're trying to get with somebody and they one and they're trying to have a secret account so they can talk to women and be able to flirt and stuff or men and not be doing it under their real name. You know, it's it's a lot of reasons why they people would do it. Many too many to name, but one of them would be, right. I can flirt, and then my wife ain't got to know I got this account, and I can meet other women. You know, stuff like that, you know. Yeah. that That's what they're doing it for. Because, mm. you know, I would never try to do nothing like that, especially on the, my account, any of my accounts, Red Snapper, any of them, because she's connected to both. And then, you know, the way people are now, they'll say something. They'll go back and inbox her and tell her, oh, yeah. He's doing this. He's trying to do this or whatever. I, and plus, I don't want to disrespect her because I don't want that to me. So mm-hmm. I, that's why I don't, I don't mess with it. Yeah, that's and then it's the same thing with me because I have, you know, a lot of guys that inbox me and you know they want to hold conversations and again, like you say, you have to just kind of be real careful about what you do because you never know who knows who and say, hey, I've been conversating with her and you know you just kind of have to. Dot your eyes and cross your T's, you know. Yeah, like Cotton used to always say, she had guys that was talking to her, and then they women getting mad because he's conversating with her, and they want to get with her, you know, try to correct her and all this mess, like she's doing something. And uh, you know, she had to go through a couple of those where she had to tell these women, hey, "I'm not trying to get with your man. Right. You know, he's the one getting all crazy. He likes my poetry, and he's he's the one saying all this stuff, you know." You need to control mm-hmm. your guy. Right. You know, so, you know, it's just whatever. Yeah, it is. It really yeah. is. Yeah. Crazy. Mm-hmm. But I guess we well, didn't have a guest tonight. Yeah, I, I, was, we scared, was somebody scheduled to come on? Because I didn't see anything. Yeah, I and think I know Cotton, was, Cotton is, uh, I don't know if she's back in California where she is right now. But she spoke to me I don't earlier. believe so. I don't believe so. Yeah, because she spoke to me earlier today about about her winning the uh, award. I guess she just found out because uh, that was announced like a couple of weeks ago. But her mother was going through, and I don't even know what happened with her. I don't know if her mother's still with us or not because I hadn't talked right. to her about that. But but I know that uh, she's been out the net a little bit. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I, I don't know who was supposed to be scheduled for tonight. Yeah, well, that's okay, because like you said, you know, if they didn't call in, the show was still going to go on, so, yeah. you know, yeah. it's it's okay. But I have had a couple of uh, authors reach out to me um, that definitely are looking to come on as guests in the near future to talk about some projects, and um, there was actually a guy that contacted me out of Chicago who is an erotic writer, so well, we're going to see what I don't have an issue with that. The only thing is, I I ask that if they do come on the show, that they've already got a book out published, at least yeah. one. Not somebody that that hasn't got a book published yet, and they just want to come on. That they're not an author yet until the book is published. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's already out. But you know, just going forward, I mean, we I, I've definitely been in contact with uh, quite a few authors, uh, playwrights. Um, that are looking to, you know, get some guest spots 
coming in the 16 uh, year of word sexy. So, you know, next year might be good too. So we're going to have to see. It's been around for a while, but, uh, you know, I'm, I, I will let it keep going. Whether I'm still hosting it or not, I might have somebody else host it and keep it going. Where's Sexy Radio? And I come on and come on every now and then and say hi or something. But, uh, you know, it just depends. It's, You're like not going nowhere. I'm not going to let you. I, would, I, would, I wish that I could be on XM, Sirius XM Radio. You need if to be on, on XM. If we was on there, we could do we could do what we want to. And that would be yeah. awesome. Well, maybe that's a plan going forward. To, to make yeah. satellite radio and definitely, you know, be bigger than what we are now. So yeah, because if I, I had a show like that, thing. I would love it. I would love it. Yeah, I would love it. <laughs> truthfully, call it red I'd, after dark. I'd have everybody on there. Everybody, you know, it don't have to be just be erotica all the time, but we'll have everybody on there. Everybody be wanting to come on, you know, and uh, we would do it. And, uh, well, that's something that can be done. I mean, it's not impossible. Nope, it isn't. Yeah. So yeah. One thing I've learned: any, anything is reachable. You can you can get it. You just got to work to get it. Absolutely. So you know, it's I, there. I totally agree. It would be cool to be on Sirius XM because Sirius XM it had it it gives you such a variety, and because you're mm-hmm. limited. Um, you know, the things you say in social media, um, not necessarily blog talk radio because we pretty much say what we want to say, but with Sirius XM, like you have free range. It's whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they don't stop you, so you, no, know, you can no. talk about everything. Yeah, exactly. Just like we do mm-hmm. here. I mean, you know, uh, yeah. like I said, the, the thing I miss with uh, with blog talk is, you know, being able to have the music to turn on music and play it and and all that, uh, but of course over there they, they, there's a fee, and we like I said we was on Block Talk for eight or nine years, and there's been a there's been a fee the whole time we were you know doing it so we paid it, I paid it out of pocket you know to keep the show going and you know I hadn't been asking anybody for advertisements or anything but of course if we was on an XM channel then we would get advertisement money and. You know stuff like that because we would advertise and you know keep us going. Uh, but but the thing is, is you know the show has been around and 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 you know I'm sure that there's other people that's doing what we're doing. But but I think a lot of people like our flavor as well. You know, especially when we get when we get some guests on here and we laughing and joking like last week <laughs> or whatever. You know, that was it was fun. You know, it, yeah, it always yeah. yeah. Well, if they can give Albie Shore a uh, a serious XM radio show. I'm pretty sure that we could get one. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of people that have them. Like Jamie Foxx has them, Eminem. I mean, if right. you know, a lot of people have the shows. And I'll be sure it's pretty good DJ. I mean, he's been doing that for a long time. I've um, never heard his show. Is his show really any good? I don't know. He, I didn't know he was on XM radio. I thought he was in California doing it. He, he used to have an actual radio show on, on a California station. Uh, maybe he is on XM now, but uh, I know uh, Keith Sweat has a show as well on. And Keith Sweat on is not good. Yeah, on one of his channels. I don't know what channel he's on, but he's not on XM radio. He's on uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 some state radio. Yeah, he's a DJ somewhere. 
But now, yeah, locally he's, he's, in my area, he's on the R&B um, station here, like around about 7, 8 o'clock oh, in the evening. Mm-hmm. He's the sweat hotel. But I'm just oh. not feeling the sweat hotel. Well, what's wrong with it? He He's not sexy? He's not to me. I don't know what it is about. What, is, what does he play? What, what does he play? He that plays I mean. a, a lot of the sexy R and B. You know, like oh, okay. his uh, "I'll Be Sure." Um, oh yeah, okay. You know, Johnny Gills, stuff like right. that. But yeah. he's to me not a good a good host. And his voice, it just sounds like he's trying so hard. But you know, I mean, if he can have a show, whether it's Sirius XM or regular radio. I just don't see why we couldn't have one. You're right. We just had to figure out how we could do it. What do you yeah, have to let's do? do it. What do you have to do to get on there? You know, you have to have so much money. You got to pay so much. Of whatever. I mean, it's, I'm sure there's something you have to do to get on there. Right. You know what? That would actually be <coughs> maybe a good question to ask one of our um, our up and coming guests, which. Um, actually had to be rescheduled because remember I was telling you about Mark Nelson. He had some studio time and he couldn't make the show, but he went ahead and rescheduled with us and he's coming on as a guest. And I believe Mark is actually working on his Sirius XM show, if I'm not mistaken. So maybe he'll talk about it when he comes on the show, I believe in two weeks. And that might be something to, you know, find out about. Yeah. Well, we we'll leave you to ask him since you brought him, uh, <laughs> and, and you're a, and he is, and you're a female. He'll be more apt to give you the answer more than he would to me, probably. I'm well, sure. Does that have to do with anything? It has a lot to do with it. It has a whole lot to do with it. When he is trying to be who he is and get to who his his demographic is, then you're going to be you know, more up to to be reached, if that makes sense. He wants the female (laughs) population. He's not going to give a guy who he would look at as his competition a reason to, you know, to get ahead. He's not going to do that. Okay, Red. You know, I know. And I guess if we were in the studio, this is where I'm supposed to wear the short skirt and the low sweater and get what I need to get from him. No, I mean you've already you already got him coming on the show, so apparently you have something already uh, for him to even be interested to come on. You was you was the one that spoke with him. Uh, he ain't coming on because because of me, so it's got to be because of something you've done. So I'm assuming you already have that attribute already with him. Uh, and no, I know he's looking at you. Huh? No, no. He's just coming on because I asked him. He's a really sweet guy. Well, there you go. All you gotta do. There you. That's it. He's coming on because you asked him. So you can ask him the question about the series radio. He will answer it. He's not going to ask okay. my answer me, for me. He'll do it for you, though, because you are a woman. <laughs> and he wants to talk to you. <laughs> he probably thinks it's your show. He probably don't even know I'm on the damn show. No, he does know that you're on the show. He probably show. think Red Snapper's a damn woman or some shit. He don't, I don't know. But I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know. I hope not. Red Snapper and a woman that no. But you I, know I, that I name like. is normally hooked to a light skinned female. A lot of times in the past, a red snapper is a is a fish that snaps. 
They, they used to say yeah. a red snapper was a woman that 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 would uh would get you in in a situation and snap on your ass and get you where you can't get away from her. You know, because she hmm. cause she got that good good, you know, good pussy or whatever. You know, no. so oh, that's okay. what that's where they said. That's why a lot of people was confused when I had on my book red snapper and they saw the picture of the female. They thought, damn, shit, that's red snapper. Hmm. <laughs> they trying to get with the damn picture. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And they find out it's me. They think I'm fooling them. Are you gay or something? No, you had got the wrong concept. I didn't right. tell you. That. I didn't tell you that. You yeah. know, you thought. That. So they were trying to fall in love with the picture. Yeah, they will. I mean, if you look at that picture that on there, it's a light skinned female with long hair and shit. You know, they get all confused when they see shit like that. And they and they get mm-hmm. to fall in love, dick get hard, and they let the dick talk for him. Let they dick do everything, and that's the reason why he got fucked up because he was letting himself, he was letting his dick think that he was he was getting with somebody when he could have just asked, or he could have just looked. He could have looked. There was nothing on there that made me seem like I was a female. He was but just he, stuck on that profile picture. He was just stuck on the picture. That's all that was. Stuck on the picture. Mm. I'm going to have to see this picture to see what what this cover looks like. It's it's, it's on my first book. The name of the book is called Scandalous Motives. If you were to look it up, you'll see the picture of the girl. Scandalous Motives. Scandalous Motives. It's on Amazon? It's on Amazon. Scandalous Motives. Scandalous Motives. Like that's a whole title. five book. That's, that's a five book series. Scandalous Motives. Yep. I don't think I've seen that one. Yeah, there's two versions of it out there because I redid it. Uh, the first version is the one that is kind of blue and it has the girl in the, in the sky. You'll see it. And it has the Kansas, Kansas City skyline. The second one that I did is a revised version. It's a it's a dark color one. It looked more like Fifty Shades of Grey because I was trying to get people I was trying to fool them into thinking that that was <laughs> Fifty Shades of Grey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I my, you see it? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you see the I, yeah. Yeah, I do. I could I could see that them them looking at the picture like ooh. Yeah, they thought and that and not knowing the real. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, they thought that they thought scan they thought that was. A real woman. It's a real woman. It just ain't me. <laughs> Do you even know the woman that's on the cover of the book? No, she just she's a damn. Uh, you buy that? It was a it was bought. It was a picture I bought. You know from you know to put on the cover. It's it's a uh, what they call them um, shop shop uh, whatever oh, they call them. stock photo. Yeah, stock photo. She took some pictures, oh. but they are selling and my book. Damn, I didn't know they were selling my book over in uh it's a they got a uh a, a, a Spanish version of it. Damn. Mm-hmm. Am I getting paid? You know what? Getting, and my book I ain't, overseas too. Yeah, I ain't getting I paid. <laughs> oh yeah, they overseas. Well, I knew the yeah. book was overseas because once you get into the uh the um I forget what they call it, but they have it uh once you get with your book goes and publishes in there, it's in there. They got it. But yeah, scandalous motives. They are buying it. That's good. Spanish version of it. Yeah, but I ain't getting no Spanish money. 
You know what? <laughs> but, it's okay. but you know what? I said the same thing. I wonder has anybody overseas purchased my books? Yeah, like, yeah, they I don't them. know. In in a in a couple different, you know. Are you part of? Yeah. Are you part of Goodreads and stuff? Have you put yourself out in there and Goodreads and all that? You know what? I actually got got dropped from my publishing company. So. Who, not, who was your I'm publishing company? New Breed Publishing. Um, they actually, dropped it, Well, let me explain. She decided that she doesn't want to publish books anymore. She wants to do her blog. She's She's gotten into blogging and a lot of different things. So she what? just pretty much gave me. We had a one book deal anyway. So she was just like at this particular point, you know, go spread your wings. So that's well, why you know, you, I no. So what is your book not being put out no more? No, my book is being my book is still going to be put out. It's just she's not putting the focus into getting any more um clients or writing any more books of her own. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. So she's going she's she's still doing her thing, but she's just into like I said the whole blogging thing. So you know, we only had one book deal, you know, just to see how my first book would go, and it went really good. But, you know, again, I have a couple of different things that are going to be shifting in my literary career, which is kind of cool, and it's giving me an opportunity to kind of do some great things. So, you know, we did we did our one book, and we're good. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Well, you know, you can get out there, indie, publish, or whatever. There's different ways to get out there. Mhm. Absolutely. Oh. She just opened the door for me. That's all. Wow. I didn't know New Breed was gone. Damn. Yeah. Well, no, I, I don't want to say totally not existing anymore, but I know that she's definitely, you know, like I wish you the best on book two, and you know, I'm just not. Feeling the whole different, like I think she explained it like for each day that passes that she's just, you know, losing interest in, in doing that and want to focus on other things. And I totally get it, you know, I totally get it. So yeah, because being a publisher ain't no joke, like everybody thinks. They think it's right. easy. It's not. I, I had uh, Midwest Publishing Group, and uh, it was uh, it was something, man. Especially when you got authors under you. And I had this one author. She was. I ain't gonna say she was the author from hell, but she she gave me a lot of bullshit, mm-hmm. and uh, I, she broke me basically. I had to stop doing it because her all the shit she wanted. Mm-hmm. Now she got on here. I'm looking at her this page, New Breed Publishing. She's got some of your manuscripts still up and all that, but I guess you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she she's she's gotten into blogging and. You know, she's doing blogging and she's doing, you know, a couple of other business ventures. I mean, she's is that, not. Is that Lakia and Nicole? Yes. She's yes. not She's not writing no more? I mean, okay. She's, 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 she's just, like I said, she's shifting in her career now. So, you know, like I said, we had a one-book deal. I, you know, fulfilled my obligation to that publishing company. And she's just, I think, wanting to probably just take a break for a moment. So not that she, well, she only got totally one book. How many books she got out? Look like she only got one. Oh gosh. I think Lakia has like four books. Well she only got the one okay, there's two. 
Hip Hop and Love. Uh, Hidden Confessions Unveiled. Okay. All right. Yeah, she's got a couple of books, but, you know, I think she just wants to kind of get publishing a break at this time and to, you know, pursue other things. So I'm not saying the new breed is dead. I'm not going to say that, but she just wanted to take a break. Yeah. 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 Well. Yeah, and her blogging uh, career is doing really good. She she's loving the blogging, and you know she's definitely working on other things. So, you know. She's concentrating on her own career, basically, instead of trying to get concentrate on everybody else's. Right. You got to wear a lot of hats when you're a publisher, man. I tell you. Yeah, this is what I'm starting to to realize. So, and again, we only have one book. You know, I only signed off for one book, with the exception of if I wanted to write a second book under New Breed, um, we definitely could do it. But, you know, she, at this point, before I get the second book out, it's just like, you know, she wants to take a break. So, yeah. never know. My second book may come out under New Breed at a later date. Well, and if it, you can always sign with more than one publisher, so it's not like you got to be one, or you can do your own. Right. Create space or whatever and put it out there. Yeah. So, I mean, I have options now. Yeah, everybody does. I mean, yeah, everybody has an option. You know, like I said, one thing is that that you've done that everybody else hasn't, that so so many people haven't done, is that you actually wrote the book and put it out. There's a lot of people who always say they want to write and don't do nothing. I want to write a book. I want to write a book. What's it going to be about? About my life. Okay, it's about your life. Okay, so what's so good about your life that I need to read it? <laughs> Give me something to make me want to read it. Right. Right. And you did that. Yeah. You wrote about yourself, and you gave it something so that people are reading it now. So. Yeah. And, and, and by, the, by the way, a lot of people think writing a book is easy. It's not easy. It is one of the most challenging things that I've done so far. And that was just my first book. So I have to commend you because all that editing and making sure I got all my I's dotted, my T's crossed, and I'm telling things the way that they're actually happening. Like, it was it was crazy. It's not easy to write a book. You're right. It, it, it's not. I'm glad you said that because this. It's not easy, and I, all my books are perfect. I know uh, some of my books got mistakes in them and all that, and if you hold that mm-hmm. against me, uh, thinking that I'm not a good author or whatever just because of that, then, you know, especially if it's somebody who hasn't wrote shit and they trying to say mm-hmm. that you fucked up, you know, anyway, it's going to leave that word. Yeah. It's, it's, it's hard. I, I just remember being tired, having to accept, and, you know, denied edits and just were trying to keep my story straight. You know what I'm saying? Even though it's my life, you know, you so busy like, oh, I was here and I was doing this. Oh, no, maybe it was this person. You right. have to really stay focused and everything has to be accurate. And it's hard because sometimes you're not always thinking, you know how you, you, know how you do it. I mean, because it happens to all of us. You probably are talking to, you know, one of your kids, and you're talking about something they did when they were little, and you're telling one kid that, and they're like, no, it was the other kid. 
you know, you you right. have to you have to think. Mm-hmm. You know, so writing a book is not easy. Definitely not easy. Right. Typing is the well, easy you know, part. <laughs> well, you know, it's you're right. It's not easy to write a book. So you know, those who do it, I commend you. If you get one out, you've done something. You know, right. I I may have all these books, but like I said, you know, uh, it was a lot of hard work, and I got this one that I'm doing now. Like I said, and I'm, you know, I've really been taking my time with it because I ain't really trying to rush it. Um, once it's out, it's out, and then I'm probably gonna wait. Wait, when I first started writing, I had shoot them first. Probably the first three or four books was out quick. I can write a book and have it out in six months or whatever, and just be good, you know, but now, you know, I start writing them and maybe take a, you know, a year to get it, to take my time and get it done or whatever, because I'm just not trying to rush it anymore. Right. And uh, I'm going to get this one out there, and then, you know, if I write another one, fine. If I don't, then I I just don't. But I do have some other ideals. I'm just not going to, I'm not going to give up writing. I don't want people to think that. I just want to just take my time and just do it. And that's why at one point I had my... I had my publishing company open, and I was trying to get some authors that were that I could help work with them and mold them to get them out there. But this one author, man, she wanted so much, man. I ain't even gonna mention her name. She wanted so much, it broke me basically. Right. And uh, I had to, I had to slow down. I had to, I, it opened my eyes. You know, mm-hmm. you 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 can't do everything for your, you know, for them. And uh, right. right. They gotta get out there and do some things, and then they want to sue you and all this. I was like, you know, I ain't got time for all this. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't never promise you nothing in the contract. I was gonna do this or that, and then you trying to, you know, it's just crazy. Yeah, and I think with my second, I wanted to take my time to do it because it was so much of an experience the first time I, you know, when I put the first book out that I'm not really ready to rush into a second book right away. I will do a second book. I probably will continue to write as long as I can type and see and have the right mind to, you know, put those words together. But I'm not in a hurry because that was a a learning experience and it's time consuming. You know, anybody can sit at a computer or a laptop and and write, but you in order to for it to be good for it to be published and still thinking about your name is on this, it's hard. It is it's truly hard. So, you know, I think I'm just going to kind of wait a minute before I put out book two to just kind of give myself a minute to get myself together mentally to go back into it because I know that it's definitely, it, it's definitely a job. It's not easy. No, it's not. Mm-mm. And you know, I, I, I get, I, 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 I like the reviews. Don't get me wrong, but sometimes these people that give you these reviews, they try to make like everything has got to be perfect, or you know, they, they, it's like they look for ways to try to, to, to belittle you because they didn't write the book, you know, right. you know, they, they haven't written the book, but they want to tell you everything like they're an expert, right. You know, it just it just sometimes I get tired of that. Uh, you have these book yeah. clubs who do that, and you have all this stuff, and you know they know that they that you need them. They they know you need their reviews to to get ahead. But a lot of times, I think these people do this stuff because they're jealous. 
or whatever the case is. Yeah. You know, as people try to say, your book is messed up because you did this and that, or you you spelled this word wrong, or you did this and that. I mean, but but what I'm saying is, is you know, they just want to find things wrong, you know, mm-hmm. because they're they're upset that you might have had an idea that they had and you wrote it first. They didn't get it out there fast enough or whatever, you know. It just right. And you know what? And another thing with, like, mistakes in the book, you you know, I can see that being something that takes place very easily because if you have a manuscript and you're writing it and then you read it and then it goes over for editing, it has to be approved or denied, you look at the same manuscript before you actually send it out for print like seven or eight times and everything just starts looking the same. And you can't be judged for that. I mean, it happens. You well, need the same. See, now I can see that some books now, if 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 you got mistakes like the girl's name was Kathy all the way up until chapter five, and then all of a sudden her name is Susie as the same character. You know mm-hmm. that right there just let you know that that's kind of messed up. You know they changed her name, yeah. and they didn't didn't change it everywhere else. You know, right. you know that I can see stuff like that being an issue, but. You know, I mean, some punctuation probably be a problem, but not not when, you know, I mean, if it's not really major, I don't see why it would be an issue. But you got some people, they, they can't read unless they see, you know, unless they got something to say about it, whatever right. it is. Or they try to act like, well, I'm an English major, so I can't help myself. I got to be able to, you know, when I read My thing is, is you just have to uh, do your best. And then these editors, they try to kill you, man. If you go to an editor, depending on who they are, they'll try to put, they'll try to, uh, some of these editors were charged by the word, by the letter, you know. And right. some of them will charge you fifteen, two, two or $3,000 to edit your book. And and you didn't pay, you, you know, that's what you, you know, more than what you paid to get it published or, if you even pay to get a publisher, you know, back in the day when we first started, before they had this create space and all this, you was going to people. If you didn't get picked up, you go to these people like Arthur House and stuff like that, paying them to publish your book, but they won't edit it. But then you go out there and get somebody to edit it. You paying them more than what you pay Arthur House to publish your book. Right. You know, it's just crazy. They try to kill you in this. And then their editing is not guaranteed that it's not going to be no mistakes. You give them fifteen hundred dollars on top of what you paid Arthur House, probably about eight, nine, ten, ten hundred, or uh, you know, a thousand dollars or whatever to to put the book out. Mm-hmm. And then when you go through those people, if you try to go publish a book somewhere else, the cover that they had you can't take with you because it belongs to them. ISBN nothing belongs to them. You have to get a whole new ISBN. You know, it's a, it's a whole lot of stuff people don't understand in this game. Right. Literally, you know, and, uh, you know, you can't sue them. You know, they're going to continue to sell your book, even if you leave them. Like, I got four books with Arthur House. Mm-hmm. He's still selling them. I can't stop him from selling them because, 
they they have the ISBN. It's not mine. Right. So right. I can still publish it somewhere else, which I have. So there's going to be three or four versions of that book. But still, even though, even one thing about it, though, even though you don't want them to publish it no more, if they get uh, royalties on it, they still got to pay you. Right. But you just don't want them publishing your book no more. But you can't mm-hmm. stop them because they, got, they own the ISBN and all that. Yeah. Well, Lakia yeah, yeah. was definitely a good, you know, a good resource for me. She was very helpful. But, again, I kind of, you know, dealing with her, especially with you having a publishing company and knowing what it's like when you deal with an author and you're trying to get things right, like I commend her because that is a lot of work. And my part was hard. So I could only imagine what hers was like, you know, having to get the book published and, you know, the cover and all that stuff. Big ups to to you guys because that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, even the books I've been putting out myself now, I mean, I do the covers and stuff myself for them. But the thing is, is, uh, you're right. It's a lot of work. It's a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot. And then I have some reviews. I don't have a whole lot of reviews. And these people, everybody wants to read for free. They want you to give them a book. And then they don't want to even give mm-hmm. you a damn review. You know, it's just crazy. I enjoy right. the book. Why come you won't write a review? Hell, they probably don't even have an account on Amazon. Yeah. <laughs> I think I've gotten two reviews on my book, and um, they were really good reviews. But I don't know if anybody else has purchased it from Amazon, like you said, to write a review. I, I mean, I know a lot of people purchased the book because they were like, oh, my God, I read your story. But. I'm like you. Why you didn't write a review on it? You know, I mean, share your because thoughts that, with other people. That's how they are. They don't want to do it. They just want to read. And then half of them don't read it. If they do read it, they want to get on there. And they might give you a good review. Some of them will give you some old off-the-wall review or try to put you down or whatever. You know, like mm-hmm. I said, this one girl gave me a review on a book talking about, he spelled Suare wrong and he did this and she wanted to give me three stars and all this. You know, bitch, did you write a book? I'm sorry, I hate to say it that way, but right. did you write a motherfucking book? Shit, you ain't wrote shit. And you kind of dogged me for something that at least I wrote the damn thing. What did you do? But, I mean, I know right. you want to try to put yourself out there the best way you can, but still, the point is, is you know, you don't want to put garbage out there. But still, the thing is, is, you know, half these people that's, that's doing this stuff, that's saying stuff about your book, ain't done nothing, haven't done a thing. Right. And they're determining your literary life. Go ahead, I'm sorry. No, I'm just saying, they're controlling your literary life because they're putting out these reviews. And people are actually believing these, you know, they read these reviews and decide if they want to buy the book or not. Right. You know? Yeah. Did you tell somebody to to buy it? Did you at least do that? It was a good book. Why don't you go buy it? Right. Because they want people to give them, they want you to give it to them all the time so they can read it for free. And then if they don't like it, they ain't lost it. That's why I say a 99-cent book to me is all that work you do for a book, getting it edited and all this stuff, to put it out for 99-cent is just a disgrace to yourself. That's the way I look at it. I know you're trying to see if somebody's going to bite or not, but still, I wouldn't do that because for the simple fact that all the hard work and muscle and everything you put in, the money you didn't pay to get this book published, to get this book out there, 
so that it can be readable, and 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 then you're gonna sell it for ninety nine cents. Right, I agree, because it's a lot of work, and you are yeah, just trying to yourself. But you got a lot of people out there will argue with me tonight if they were on here talking about that. Well, you got to get it out there so people can see, and then you have to take a bite. And yeah, you do sometimes. You do have to take a chance, but a lot of times. You know, you you got to think about what you're doing. These people are going to always expect you to do that once you start doing it. They're going to think that they're supposed to get the book all the time for that. Because you know how mm-hmm. niggas is. Niggas will think that way. Oh, I, I'm, you, you gave it to me last time. Why I got to pay this time? Right. You know, give it to me. Give it to me. You know, they're going to always expect, especially family members and stuff. They think you're supposed to just give them shit. Yeah, because you just can do that because they're your mom, dad, sister, brother. They just I mean, killed it. They're entitled yeah, they, to get a book with right. free of charge. But, but, but they shouldn't know. They should pay just like mm-hmm. everybody else. And my thing is, is you know, now, if you're doing business, and some people, you you got to give books to some of them, but not everybody. Right. You know, you're sitting That's there, true. you got $200, $300 in your car, and you're trying to sell them, trying to get at least somebody, something back off of it, and then they want you to give them away. As long mm-hmm. as you're giving them to them, they're happy. Oh, yeah, he gave me a book. And half of them don't even read the shit. They'll set it on the damn table because they know they didn't pay for it, so they'll be sitting in their house. Yeah, I mm-hmm. met that author. And I, you know, that's why you ain't getting no review because they ain't really read the shit. They just they put it down. They set it down on the table. I was mm-hmm. at a club and I met him. You know, I even mm-hmm. had a review where somebody said that I was at a club and they met me and they read the, they got the book and then they actually started reading and they liked it. But it, their intention at first, but they actually put in a review. I got the book. I read it. I got it from the club, blah, blah, blah. You know, just crazy. Right. Well, I have a pending book signing I think I'm going to do really soon, and it'll be very interesting to see how many people come out and, you know, actually purchase my book with the exception of those who think that they're going to come and just walk out with a book. So this ought to well, be you know, interesting. Book signing is another, another thing. You know, you got to really put that out good for the people to show up because, and the location it has to be a good place too because a lot of times people, they don't want to come to those. Like you see, again, they just want the book free. You know, you got to, you know, it just depends. And if you're not a big author, or I say a mainstream author, a lot of times they don't want to even show up unless, you know, even if you're there. And there have been some book signings where I've been there and there was some mainstream authors there and then when there's those independent authors like us, were there as well, and they they'll even put you in an area that's where it's away from the mainstream people because you know they want them to have their stuff, and then they put you over here, and then you know some people might come over there where your table is, or they may not, you know, mm-hmm. because they all in in all the mainstream authors, you know. So it just depends on how they set you up when you do these literary things because they'll they'll mess you around. That's why I I haven't been to the National Book Club and that stuff because the National Book Convention and all that, because they treat some of the authors that are not mainstream authors, which is an author that's under a, a mainstream publishing house like uh, Simon & Schuster or something like that, they treat them like mm-hmm. like nothing. Right. You know, unless you're selling really a whole lot of good stuff or, you know, they don't want to put you out there with the rest of them. They treat you like garbage, and I think it's messed up. You know, that they do that. Yeah, it's unfortunate. Yep. Mm. 
put you out there and and they have all these other like I said, you gotta like writing to do this because because you're not gonna get the props that you should and it's gonna be hard. You gotta get it. Not everybody can do like like uh uh the woman who wrote uh Precious and all that or whatever and get a, get their book into a movie, you know, after they put out one or two books or whatever and it becomes a movie, you know, you, you gotta be in the right place at the right time and somebody gotta get it, but you know, it's not always happen like that all the time. You try to get it there, but it's not always the case, you know. So you got to love doing it and and work toward it, you know. I mean, it can be there. I'm not saying you can't get it. I'm just saying that don't expect it. If you're a new author that, you know, because everybody wants their book, they think it's the best thing in the world, and then the next thing they want to do is say, oh, it should be a movie. I know I can make mm-hmm. people see. When they read my book, they can see it like they're looking at a movie. I hear that all the time. I'm like, really? Your book is that way? Really? You think so? You know, <laughs> you have to check it out and see if it is. But a lot of times, these people, it's in their mind what they think. It's up to you to make people see with your vision. So, right. uh, you know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm, I know I'm talking. But I'm just saying it just... People just have to, uh, you know, if they're serious about it, then they got to put the work in, and don't expect That's everything. True. And you know, you you got to be able to accept rejection because a lot of people's not going to accept you. Right. They're not. You have to keep going, keep pushing you know, forward. I got, I'm learning. I got some friends that are are that are mainstream authors like Eric Jerome Dickey and all that, but you know, I don't be trying to jump on them and try to get them to get me, hey, man, why don't you get me over here in your, I've never tried that with him, get me in your, uh, you know, over there with, with who you write with and stuff, you know. Uh, I know uh, Rashana Tate Billingley, you know, really well, and, uh, you know, I've never asked her to try to get me published. She's got her own publishing company now. I haven't asked her to try to get in her stuff, or, or, or Victoria uh, uh, Christopher Murray, I know her too. They got they got the book cup you know, stuff together, but I have never tried to to do that. Even though I know these authors, I've never tried to get in their face and tried to get mm-hmm. them to, to to publish me or get me published under their company. Never done that. Mm-hmm. Trice Hickman, I know her. Never tried to do it with her. Uh, you know, it's just a whole bunch of authors that I've been around in my time that I've met that's mainstream, but I don't try to get in their face and, and try to, you know, won't you take my book and do it? I've never done that. So, Right. You know, if they didn't think enough of me to do it, then I just leave it where it was. And 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 when I was single, I ain't gonna say who it was because I ain't putting out no 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 stuff. But I even slept with one of those women. I ain't gonna say who. <laughs> but it wasn't for that reason. It just happened, you know. But 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 I, I still didn't even try to ask them after I slept with them. Right. So I'm gonna leave it like that. I ain't gonna tell you who it is because I don't want no rumors. It's no, not a rumor. you it's can't tell us who. You can't tell us who it is. We're, we're I am going not going to tell y'all. So I don't care what y'all do. Y'all gonna never, <laughs> never find out who the person is that I that I actually been with intimately. That's out there. That's a mainstream. Right. Party. That's your business that. anyway. It is. But the thing is, yeah. is you know, it was something that happened. They came here. We we had met before and knew each other. And then I guess it was just one of those nights where she was here doing something, and I wasn't married. And I ain't saying her situation, but we ended up whatever. So right. it, it was what it was. And it was a great night. Right. That's all I'm going to say. Anyway, <laughs> uh, it, was, it was a great night. Okay. But, uh, but yeah. So, you know, I, I've never done that. So that's the reason why I don't – I haven't won any literary awards. I haven't done anything. 
you know, Cotton and them is out there. They went and I congratulate them. They're in the scene where they can do it. I just haven't right. been pushing myself like that to really to really try to get my books out there where they can be winning. And they probably could. Maybe they don't. Maybe mine are garbage. But the thing is, mm-hmm. is I just think that, you know, it's my fault that I haven't been pushing myself like that. But I just write because I like to write. Right. But, you know, they like to write too, but they want to be recognized. And a lot of times, you know, at first, and when I first started, I wanted to be recognized too. But it's a lot of hard work, man. It really is. You got to make, if you're going to be an author that's doing all that, then that's got to be just all you do. Yeah. Because you can't be working a regular job and then trying to get, you could, but you got to really put it in the time. Of trying, you got to mm-hmm. go to these places, and 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 people got to know you. Like I said, these these authors, they got to see you and know you, and and then you get in their right. little click and stuff, and then that's how they get to know you. That's how these book things you get in these get these awards. A lot of times because they know you, they see yeah. you, they joked with you, they talked with right. you, they ate with you. You know, so it doesn't become about your work anymore. It becomes about you. Right. And I'm a newbie, so I'm learning. I'm learning this. Like, well, I'm telling you that is. that's what it is. You know, um, you know how many people. And let's just be honest. I'm not dogging your craft or your work, what you've done. Let's just be okay. honest. How many self help books is out there that talk about what you're talking about? Probably well, a lot. It's probably a, uh, quite a few. I'm not gonna knock that, but I wrote and, my and book I, for me, and I wrote my book to heal, and I wrote my book to maybe help someone. Not save the uh, world, maybe help someone. But yes, but then that's, sure but, 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 but that's but and that's fine. And I'm sure that all the people that wrote theirs did it for the same reason as well. But right. they took themselves to a different level by getting out there and and doing stuff like you want to do. But then they start mm-hmm. people start recognizing them and they start getting the, the big head and they around these other authors and they at the National Book Club and they up at the Harlem Club. Most of the people that go to the Harlem thing up in New York is mostly your urban fiction people. So they up there, they want to be known. You know, get to, they get to see J.M. Benjamin and all these people, and then and, and they get to rub with Quan and rub, you know, rub elbows with them and stuff. And then they, oh, they in the house now with uh, what's her name? What's that one that that writes all these? Uh, what does she write? It's, her name is uh, I can't even think of her name. Zane. No, not Zane. But yeah, but people try to get around her too. But I'm thinking about this one. She's an urban fiction writer. Her name is uh, what is that woman's name? I can't think of her name right now. But uh, they get around her and 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 they want to. They figure if they rubbing elbows with them, they've made it. You know. Mm-hmm. But uh, what is her I name? think for my book, I want to take my book to a different kind of level because, again, I wrote my book for me. And, you know, yeah, it's cool to probably be around those great authors and, like you said, rub elbows with the best, including yourself, might I add, Mr. Snapper. Well, but I, uh, I, want to, I appreciate that, but go ahead. Yeah, but I would like to take my book outside of the literary world, you know what I'm saying, going towards the motivational speaking and you know, volunteering at the shelters and things to that nature. I don't necessarily want to be in the author's club. I want to be known for things that are outside of my book, pertaining to my book, but outside of writing a book. So 
you know, you 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 get a different circle of of, of people that you're around, you know. But I do kind of get that what you're saying about the authors and being around each other. And like you said, oh, you've made it because you're here. But you know, it just depends on what your focus is. Because my focus is really not on just being a a, a, a author only. You you know what I'm saying? I want to be. I, I get it. Things and I want to be around other people that are um, interested in the same things that I'm interested in, not just writing books. Right. Yeah. What yeah. is this author's name? She always writing about thug. It's always in her title all the time. Well, Juanita Clark. Juanita Clark. Yeah. Oh. Uh, yeah. All her books have in her title thug this, thug that, whatever mm-hmm. you know, thug series. You know. Yeah. But you know that that's that's them. They they're doing okay. They're I'm not knocking them. You know they're out nope. there. People recognize them. They like their work, and mm-hmm. they're they're recognized. So yeah, big ups. Me to personally, them. huh? I said big ups to them. Like I'm 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 proud of them. Congratulations to them. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know we got about like six minutes. Can you believe we talked for two hours? <laughs> I know, but it was fun though. You know, it was just yeah. me and you conversating. You know, just letting it all hang out. And it was cool. It's always a pleasure to spend my Tuesday evenings with you. You know, whether we all have right. a guest or we don't have a guest, it's just cool right. hanging out with you. Exactly, yeah. I feel the same way. But I'm gonna go ahead and cut it on off because I'm gonna go ahead and take care of some stuff. But Next week, I don't know who the guests are going to be, but we'll figure it out. I'm going to try to contact Cotton, and if you can, too, we'll see what's up, and we'll go from there. I know we have a, a Brenda Williams is coming on. Oh, and, Brenda. Um, Brenda's yeah, coming. Brenda's I know coming Brenda. on, and somebody named Alvin, I'm not really getting his last name right now, but um, Brenda and Alvin are supposed to be joining us next week, and then Mark Nelson will be on the following week. So yeah, Brenda, well, Brenda yeah, Brenda will come. I know Brenda. She's been on the show a couple of times. So she's an erotic fiction author as well. So she'll be here. And I don't know who the other person is, but that works. But you have a good yeah. evening. I'm going to go ahead and get off of here, and uh, we will get back next week on Words That okay. You All right.
Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.